Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. He's finally here in studio, Gleb Sevchenko. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. All right, you guys. Welcome on in to The Point with Kristen Burt, presented by Popcorn Talk and Dance Network. And we got him rescheduled. I am so excited he's here. So we're going to dance with him for the next hour. Gleb Subchenko. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in, because I know you start rehearsals this week for Dancing with the Stars tour, don't you? Yeah, I'm so excited for it. Oh, I can't wait. wait. So I'm glad that we had a small window that we could kind of sneak you in here before you're gone on 65 cities. That's amazing. I know. 12 weeks tour. Are you ready for that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, tour is fun, but at the same time, it's a lot of hard work, and with a family at home, it's tough to be away from them. And it's winter, especially, and traveling the bus, it's kind of Yeah, it's it's not fun. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I know, but you have a couple Florida dates in there, I hope, so you can hit the beach and the pool and stuff. Totally. Good, good. (laughs) We're glad to hear that. All right, well, you know, we always like to, and I was just talking about with you, you have so much going on. You've got a lot of exciting news um, with the Pro Dance Camp we'll be talking about. But I always like to kind of, like, take it back so people really know your roots and how hard you work to get here because it's not just like I just popped on into Dancing with the Stars and they hired me. There's a lot of work that goes on in the decades before you wind up on the show. Yeah, totally. When I was seven, that's when I started and um, I grew up in Moscow, Russia and I didn't speak English Um, and it just happened that teachers walked into a class and said, you know, we're going to start a dance studio here. Who wants to join? And a girl who I really liked at that time, uh, I go kind of in love. At seven, uh, I love it. <laughs> at seven, um, joined it, and then I came home and asked my grandmother, um, who was picking up me and my sister from school every day. I was like, Grandma, you have to sign me up for dance lessons, and she did. And then since then, I was in the dance studio three times a week. Um, you know, dancing, but again, it wasn't very serious at seven. Yeah, you know, it's it just, fun. It's and... fun. You fool around. There's nothing. Um, you don't know it's going to be your career yet. No. So, yeah. When did you get serious about it, though? Because I think that there is a point, and when you're dancing as a kid, there is a point where you have to start all of a sudden taking the training up a notch and realizing, I want to do this a little bit more. I don't remember that moment exactly, but my mom was telling me that my first dance competition where I lost to my friend and I didn't realize that it was so important, you know, dance competition and my parents took me to, uh, you know, this uh, venue and they spent time, they spent the whole weekend preparing. My mom made the costume and she, after the competition, she, uh, you know, pulled me to a corner and said, you were so much better, why'd you lose? Because you weren't committed, you didn't want it. Like you have to, you have to try harder. You have to push yourself. And I was probably like nine or ten at that time. Right. And I was very competitive. It kind of got into me. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I have to, I have to do something. Like I have to work harder. I have to be more serious about it. I have to, you know, just take it seriously. Yeah. Put and, the time in. 
two weeks later I won and that since that time I was like so into it I was so competitive and kind of it, kind of a game for me it was too so that's that was good, fun though. yeah if you have that competitive edge too it's like you know you go out there and you're like I'm ready I'm ready to win and you know what I think when judges see that you have that in mind yeah. um, they see that competitive edge they pay attention I think they do and you know even like when you're young and you do something it's 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 not just being competitive but it's also kind of a fun game for you too you know mm-hmm. you're kind of trying to prove for yourself and to your parents and to your you know uh grandparents that you can do it you know and you're better than they thought <laughs> yeah something. your mom kind of lit a fire right? yeah, yeah. And she's like you're better than that and you're like i'll yeah. show you <laughs> yeah um did you have the same partner growing up like when you were in kind of in middle school high school or did you switch partners? i had different partners every year i was switching partner uh because some of them quit, some of them didn't want to dance with me, some of them... Who wouldn't want to dance with you, Glad? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Come know. on. I don't know, but it <laughs> happened. Um, and I just changed dance studios and it just different different girls. When did you know that you were going to take this and make it a career um, and really start to focus on the international aspect of competition? Probably when I was 14 when I started teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, uh, you know, we weren't rich. We didn't have like um, lots of. My parents didn't have a lot of income to be able to go and have private lessons. Where at that age, you have to uh, start investing. Pretty much, it's, you know, dancing is expensive. It's not cheap. Um, so if you want to be good, you have to train, and to train, you have to have the right teachers, and the right teachers cost money. Mm-hmm. You know, so at that time, I was trying to figure it out like what. I have to do to be able to have those lessons. So I came to one of my teachers who I really want to have lessons, and I said, listen, I want, I'm going to work in a dance studio uh, and teach a small groups of kids, like three or four years old, and you'll teach me for free. And we kind of made a deal, so I had like one lesson a week with them, yep. uh, husband and wife, and that's how you know I started, and that's how it kind of, I, I kind of got really into it. And it became sort of like a career in work because I just wanted to be better and compete and get a better place. But at the same time, you know, I start like, paying for my own lessons with my own teaching. Um, but internationally, um, I moved from Moscow to Latvia, Riga, when I was 15. Wow. Um, and found a partner and started representing the country. Um, and again, the reason why is because um, it was a very small chance for us to um, be in top two uh, Russian championship final, uh, be able to go and represent the country at the world championship because only two top couples go mm-hmm. and then um, I've decided I have to go to a smaller country where you know there's less competition there's less money involved there's less political aspect of it involved. big fish you know, smaller ponds exactly yeah. and you know we won the first year and then we went to the world championship and we'll kind of, that's kind of I start like that's where I learned a f- 
first few English words because uh, we started traveling around Europe. Um, yeah, but that, I was 15. And you're living away from your family at that I point? I was living too? away from my family. How hard was that? It was fun. It was fun. You were like, forget <laughs> it. Bye, mom. <laughs> bye, mom. Bye, dad. Um, yeah, it was super fun. Um, but it was hard, too. You know, I, I had to um, grow up so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't easy because I had to. Yes, my uh, partner, her parents were running a dance studio. They helped me out to find a space like a place where I could like rent a room Mm -hmm. and you know but I had to pretty much cook for myself clean you know wash my clothes myself and and I was you know 15 16 year old guy who has never done that before you're like mom helped me out along the way for a long time um yeah and that was that was fun it was fun. Did, how long did you stay there? Because I, know I stayed you, there for two and a half years. Two and a half years, and then you went to Australia. I went, no, I went back to Moscow. You did okay. Yeah, and I stopped dancing for four and a half years. You stopped completely. Mm-hmm. What made you stop dancing? Well, here's the thing. So what happened is that I was so. Oh my god, I'm telling you everything. <laughs> we want to hear this. This is good. It's fun. Um, so what happened is that I went to Latvia. I had this huge career goal you know become a world champion Mm -hmm. i went to the world championship i had a great partner but then i fell in love again i was a girl in the dance studio who wasn't that good but i really really like her we started started dating and she her mom wanted her to dance with me because i was a i was a better partner um and we started dancing together and i didn't know that at the end of her um, school year, she's going to go and study. Like, she didn't want to pursue dancing as her career. She was going after college. So, or, yeah, yeah, she's going after college. So, But the good thing is that she went to study in Moscow. So we went back together. And oh. I wanted I wanted to continue dancing, but she was busy with studying. So she stopped eventually, like... After a few months, she stopped. We didn't go. We couldn't go and rehearse and practice. And and I had to find a, a partner. And it was kind of like, you know, I left Russia. Uh, I went to Latvia. I was there for two and a half years. Every it was completely new kind of a scene for me, like a dance yeah. scene. I found a partner, and it was hard. It was like again, I was struggling with money and like work and stuff. So I found a job in the fitness center, mm-hmm. and I started teaching. You know, like there was uh, very popular, like all the dance classes, social dance classes, a little salsa, a little bachata, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I did that. And then, you know, I remember one time I had like about 150 people in my class. That's huge. Yeah. They had to like, I, I used to teach in a basketball court. Oh, and wow. They used to like put a stage on, give me the mic. And I literally I had like every, every day I had a... It's like a dance convention. <laughs> yeah, you were like the guy that everyone went I was to. The guy, uh, the so guy. You always want to be the guy, I but that's a big deal. Be the guy. Yeah, and then um, I remember one day this girl came came to me. She was very pretty. She was like, "Listen, have you ever tried modeling?" I was like, "No." She goes like, "I'll take you to a model agency." I was like, "Okay, let's go." And I went to a model agency, and then you know my kind of a modeling career. I had a one photo shoot. My modeling career took off, mm-hmm. and I started doing a lot of modeling. And then you know I was making money, and dancing was kind of on the side. I was working. Right. Um, I didn't see the point, you know, find a partner and all that, and you know, and I became a pretty famous model in Russia. Wow! Yeah. 
That's kind of interesting. Would people yeah. recognize you on the street? Oh, yeah. I had, like, billboards and like, Coca-Cola commercials on every single, you know, uh, you know those fridges outside. Yes. Um, I had all of that, like, 2003, 2004, five is, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I had an award for, like, Top 10 most handsome guys in Russia. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a nice title. <laughs> you can put that in your Instagram bio. I know, right? <laughs> so what brought you back to dance? Were you missing it? Or, and then or was I, it a lady that brought you back? Well, yeah, my wife. She brought oh. me back. But before that, um, you know, um, what happened is that, you know, I was... A very successful model in Russia. Let's put it this way. It sounds mm-hmm. really stupid, but... <laughs> no, but, you know, there's plenty of um, models out there that that's their living. And... Yeah, and I went to New York. I was like, listen, you know, Russia's too small for me. I'm going to go to America. Mm-hmm. And I went to America. And everything was like... Pfft, You're like, in Russia, <laughs> everything, like, New York. You're like, wait like, a minute. Wait a minute. But again, I had to provide. And the only thing I could do, I could dance. You know, I didn't want to go and be like a bartender or a waiter. You know, if I could go and teach someone how to dance, Mm -hmm. I was really good at it. So I went to dance studio and I taught there. But before that, when I was in Russia, I knew Elena for a very long time. She, you know, we were in the same studio and we kind of stayed in touch with friends. We're dating for a little bit, but not very serious. Did you know her when you were really young or kind of like... I was there like like 18. Okay. Yeah. And... um, yeah, so, and then, you know, in New York, I was there for two and a half years. Nothing really happened. I was dancing and I was teaching. And one of my, like, n- teachers at that time, but my, like, icons and idols that I always looked up to, Vibi uh, Kitsoft uh, and Alan Tonsberg, they were, like, a very big name in Borum, uh, Latin American world. Um, they were in the studio, like, sometimes giving private lessons. And when they were seeing, like... Sometimes we cross and they see me teaching. They're like, you, sh- you should go and compete. Like, we'll find you a partner. You should go and compete. And I said, I don't need a partner. I have a partner. So I called Elaine. I was like, come over to New York. We have a show. And I booked a show. And we rehearsed. We did a show. And everybody was like, guys, you have to compete. And that's how it started. We, in 2006, we started competing. And it's, you know, for the next, like, you know, after four and a half years break, going back and we won a bunch of championships and you know international rising stars uh, championship in England and top 10 in the world and uh, you know world dance council ranking and all the like major lots of competitions were like in the final semifinal so that was very successful and there mm-hmm. was romance along the way too. Were you oh guys, yeah, 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 of okay, course, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And the you drama. Spend it with someone twenty four seven. It has to be something. And the ballroom world. I know you see. It. There's so much drama in the ballroom world when you go to the competition. They're like, they used to date, and then now they're with other part. I, 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 I can't keep they up. It's a soap opera. Yeah, like he they're turned not. gay. And <laughs> you just can't keep up. Um, at what point? What was your really big break uh, on? The television side was it Dancing with the Stars Australia that that kind of contacted you? Where do you feel like that really you broke well, into that BBC I've, world? I felt like the that part, like modeling part and doing like music videos and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, when I was sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old, it kind of was always in me because I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. uh, and 
one of my good friends who we used to compete uh, against each other, uh, Michael Misner, he's in Australia. Um, he was on Dancing with the Stars at that time, and he won like three times. And he did the musical, and he was, you know, very successful. He was a great dancer. He had his own studio. And I called him. I was like, Michael, how did you do it? Right. Like, I want to do it too. Like, you know, the funniest thing I knew about Dancing with the Stars, even like when I was in New York, uh, doing like my modeling and teaching in a dance studio because before the show started, they built that. I don't, rem- I don't remember if you remember it, but there was this big glass box on the Times Square. They literally built a box with a little uh, stage like behind where you could change, mm-hmm. and they put each, each day they would put a couple in this box for like three hours to dance and promote a show. And I was I danced with Anya Garnis with her. In this box. What and show that, were you promoting? Like from we the were floor? Promoted, we, no, we were promoting Dance with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, really? Yeah, that was like the first season. Um, and that was like, I didn't even know anything about the show yet. But I was doing lots of dancing in that box. I, I did that same thing, except they used to do it up at... Um, it was a Lowe's or it was, yeah, I think it's Lowe's now or whatever. Um, a bit like 73rd, they had a box up there too. And I did it for the Broadway show Fosse. And you dance mm. and, and people like knock and People knock, people take pictures. Yeah, and I was just in a leotard and oh black and like nude tights and like character shoes and you're like, and, a, and a hat. And you're literally like doing Fosse stuff and right. you're just basically naked. Yeah. In front of everyone. And, and the beginning was, like, so embarrassing, but then you kind of get used to it and you have so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And then you're getting paid to dance. I know. Come yeah. on. It is. It's You know, it's a lot more fun to do because, as we know, a lot of artists wind up doing, you know, waiting tables and things like that. That's really hard because it takes so much out of you all day. And So yeah. when you get to dance, you're like, this is great. Yeah. Even though people are harassing me, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what happened is that I was in the U.S., Elena came, we did a show, and then we had to leave America, um, you know, for whatever reason. Um, those visas are hard to come visas, by. You yes, guys, they're really hard. Visas. Yeah. Uh, so we left, and, you know, I had to find a way to... To be able to dance, I was like, okay, what can we do? What can we do? And um, I've been invited to teach in Hong Kong. Mm. So we went to Hong Kong and we stayed. And we stayed there for eight years. You stayed eight years in Hong Kong? I did mm-hmm. not realize that. We lived there for six straight years. Yep. And then the last two years we traveled in between Sydney and Hong Kong. Olivia was born there. Uh, in Hong Kong, that. yeah, she has a permanent residence. So in that's Hong Kong. your tie to Hong Kong because I see you guys go. You know, you still guys, yeah. you go back and you teach yeah. from time to time yeah. and things like that. Yeah, so that was fun, and we stayed in Hong Kong, and we we that was like a tra- crazy traveling schedule for us because we used to compete a lot in Europe. So mm-hmm. we we would fly. Uh, for a weekend, we fly to Germany for a competition that on Sunday we take a flight back to Hong Kong, which is thirteen hours. Oh I would gosh. teach Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, we take a plane, Travel. go back to London for another dance competition, then go back, then Austria, then go back, then, you know, again, it was like all You were just this, sleeping on the planes. It's the just, only way to do it. It was crazy. Um, and then um, those visas, again, we couldn't go to London <laughs> for some time. Yep. And I was sitting, I was trying to, actually, I had this thought that I'm going to put a map on my wall and start crossing countries that I cannot go. Because of visas. Because of the visas. Um, <laughs> and well, I didn't do that. So I called Michael. I said, Michael, I want to come to Australia and live there. And so he said, sure, 
I have a lawyer who can get you permanent residency. You know, you oh are uh, can apply for permanent residency through skilled migration. Uh, you're qualified enough, and we've won a lot of, a lot of co- uh, competitions already. So we just went there to travel. We did one competition there. We won that competition. Uh, met up with a lawyer. He said, you need this, 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 this. Six months later, we moved to Sydney. Unbelievable. Yeah. And while you were there... Is that how you got on Dancing with the Stars Australia? Yeah, while we were there, um, like you how know, long? another season of Dancing with the Stars came up. We found an agent that we want to submit ourselves right. for Dancing with and the Stars. And they were doing it once a year in the we fall. Were, they were doing it once a year in the fall. Okay. Um, and we had an addition. We both got on. We both did it. I was out first. Elena was in the final. Oh, oh. (laughs) She's like, sorry. Let's talk about that, though. When it's your first season as a pro and you're out first. I I always, I think we've thought about that with Jenna. It's happened before. I mean, it's happened to pros. Someone always has to be out first, too. But when it's your first season, it's a little bit of a gut punch, isn't it? It is. But again, it's. It's when you're a first season on the show like that, you have no idea what's happening. You're like. I'm just teaching someone, I'm coming out and I'm performing. Yes, it is a competition, but at that point you realize so much that it's not up to you. Mm-hmm. It's about your celebrity that, you know, is not maybe popular enough or maybe can't dance so well or maybe this and this. So you're not really like, you're not like pushing them as hard as you should, you know, because you're just thinking, okay, you know, I can do that much, you know, right. for them. Uh, so I was fine with that. You know, okay. I was out first. You had a Miss Universe uh, contestant, correct? I knew yes. That. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, or winner, I should say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetest girl. Uh, still, we still stay in touch. Oh, that's good. She lives in London now. Um, so that was fun. And then I was helping out Elena a little bit. You know, she was doing a show. So it was great. They were performing. They were using us a lot in the group numbers. Great. And, you know, in the musical acts. Um, lots of that. So that was it. And, um, you know... After that, I was like, I want to go and do Dancing with the Stars in America. U.S., right? U.S. This is the big one. Even, you know, it's funny because Strictly is kind of, obviously, it's the original. And there's something wonderful and classic about it. But everyone that I've talked to that's done different franchises of the show is like, you want to get on the U.S. show. Yeah, totally. It's the best show. It's the best show, hands down. And the reason why is because people are so creative and people work together and people listen to each other so much. So <laughs> if I come to you with an idea, you're not going to shut me down and say, no, we can't do that because, you know, we don't have budget or this. People are trying to accommodate you and the whole team, the production team, trying to make your idea happen. And then when you see that happens, you try harder. You know, right. that's why the level uh, of the show and the quality of it and, you know, just... Uh, uh, just a production, it's so huge, and it's you an cannot a- compare it to Emmy award winning production oh, yeah. team. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, how did you gain the attention? Because you're already sort of in the BBC family, obviously, but how did you gain the attention of US producers to say, Give me a shot? Did you submit a tape? Uh, yeah, I well, they contacted me, and um, we did a Skype interview. Mm-hmm. And when we did a Skype interview, I was in Hong Kong, and it was like in America, it was probably like 3 p.m. And in uh, Hong Kong, it was like 
5 a.m. in the morning. I was going to say it was like 3 or 4 a.m. I I just woke up. My hair was like this. I turned on the sky. I couldn't see anything. My daughter was sleeping in the room. Part was so tiny. And I was just, guys, like, I, I can't, I can't really hear you so well. Because back at or something, like, maybe I didn't pay for the internet or something. I was like, <laughs> can I just fly in? And they're like, you want to just fly in for a meeting? I was like, yeah, I'll fly in this weekend. And like, okay, sure, let's meet. And uh, Elena woke up, was like, listen, we're... Because the time is, you know, time is backwards. Like two days, two days later, mm-hmm. t- after tomorrow, we're flying to LA. She was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, we're having an audition for this one." So she was like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's do let's it. Have some fun. Family adventure." So literally, we just came. We just came to LA and you know rented a nice car, <laughs> you know, drove around, you know, have, had a great time, um, and yeah, we had an audition, and then that's it. And I just. I was in the room with uh, Ashley and Joe, and we had a nice conversation. And uh, a week later, she called me. She was like, "We want to make you pro." <sighs> I was like, oh, "What?" Now, did Elena audition too? Was it the she, two of you? She she did audition. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so you get. But the... she she was she was more kind of like dancing with me instead of you know trying to get in the show. Right. She she she. She has a passion choreography mm-hmm. and, you know, producing. So that's what she does. I know. I was talking to her at the Dancing with the Stars finale, and she was like, I've got so many ideas. She is She's a, a smart. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got a very smart wife. She's very smart. She's very smart. Sometimes I don't like that. Sometimes she's too smart. But I love that. <laughs> but it is. It's really great to have a sm- I mean, besides your wife yeah. being incredibly stunning and talented, she's very, very smart. Yeah. So, yeah. She's super smart. Um. So season 16, and this is funny because I had Jules here, and he was like, they did this package, and we all got introduced, which they've never done again, which was Mm -hmm. kind of cool, like you and Whitney and Lindsay and and Jules. And uh, he was saying that you guys shot a package that they wound up not using, and then they reshot it or something of you guys all in the rain. and. Yeah, we shot um, we shot the package outside of the old Dance with the Star Studios, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they put some water on the, you know, on the... um, uh, on the road, so it like it could get a nice reflection, and they put some water on us. It was like rain. It was it was it was awesome. It's so cool. Was that was so, the old so McCadden awesome. Studios, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, but I wish they still did that because it's kind of fun getting to know a little bit about, especially when someone's brand new and fresh. You're like, it who are fun. these people? It is fun. Yeah, that was amazing. And you get Lisa Vanderpump your first Lisa season. Lisa Vanderpump. Did you know who Lisa was? I before? had no idea. No clue. You didn't no know. No clue. Did not know Vanderpump Rules nor. Beverly Hills Housewives. So, so you were in for it. This is great. I love I just, her. I love her too. She was so fun. Um, you know, it was so different that coming from Australian version of Death with the Stars and from yeah. the whole. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you're shirtless. I'm shirtless. You're shirtless. That's. Who could have thought? Who'd have thunk? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was very different. Uh, for me coming here from the smaller production in Australia there was and it was just it just blew my mind like blew my mind that it was so much going on we had so many group numbers we had so many dances and it was just bigger a lot bigger and it was very different it was tough I tell you this. So it's tough. The first season as a pro is really tough for me. Yeah, what's that learning curve like? Because you have to understand that you really have to have a real complete vision. There are people that are here to help you, but you have to tell them, like, I want 
it to look like this and you're trying to find that First balance, of all, it's, right? It's you're trying to find the balance and trying to create something which wasn't a problem, but what was the problem is the time. So we had very little time. In literally three days we had to shoot the wide of each dance and we wouldn't like in Australia would get the music two weeks before the dance. And you know, <laughs> we'll just go sit home, drink coffee and think, Oh, maybe I should do this. No, this here you idea. have to you have to be like as soon as you hear the music you have to know first of all like what style of dance you do uh what knowing your partner what can she do uh what is going to look good on her and the whole concept of your number you know which is going to uh match the theme of the week you know as a most memorable year week or if it's a circ week or you know a movie week or this and, and this some of those themes are hard like, some of those themes are so hard i've seen a couple of the last few seasons and i'm like I'm not sure like what the theme is. You know what I mean? Because and then you guys are just trying to interpret what that is, yeah. and it can be t- it can be so tough. And I feel for you guys because there is the the pressure of time, the pressure of doing well, the pressure of like doing well for your contestant too. You right. want them to succeed, right? It, it is hard, but again, you just have to uh, you know accept what you've been given, yes, and you know, and just kind of try your best to do it sometimes you know if you do a circuit and you have like uh, a song that is not a i mean it's not a song a cirque song you can't re- and you can't and you you can't get like junglers or whatever like people in it so you kind of have to create a number that's gonna you know just make your celebrity look good on the floor that's like my priority above everything do you ever get frustrated when and we sometimes hear there's like you, you have a samba but it's not really a samba song or you know like and you guys just have to be really creative about it and then len will be like well that wasn't really a samba song and you're like but that's what i was given yeah well it is but at the same time you it's kind of pu- pushes you to to be better yeah. to be more creative to think outside you know, the box right think outside the box and you know uh, if it's not a samba song, just make it look like a samba. Right. You know, just do a samba and make it look like it's a great Brazil, Brazilian <laughs> samba number. It you know, feels whatever. like Brazil. It's hot yeah. in here. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I really love about the show. You know, that it always pushes you to grow. The challenges the it presents challenges, yeah. to you. Um, does Elena help you from time to time in the studio with choreography? She helps me uh, all the time. I love that. Yeah, she helps Does me she all come the time. into the rehearsal studio sometimes? She doesn't come to rehearsal, but what I do, I love to prep everything before. Mm-hmm. Before I go in rehearsal with, with my celebrity, I go to the studio with her because uh, I need a girl to choreograph. Yep. And, we, you know, I'll just listen to a song millions of times. She listens to it, and we kind of, you know come up with an idea and develop it and choreograph and then I already go into rehearsal room and teach it and if something doesn't work I change it and then uh, you know yep and do you use any of the troop members like female troop members if if you know a contestant needs the visual of seeing a female there because sometimes that does happen I never do that you don't I never do that I'd rather her to do the wide you know for for the for the camera producers to see it than to have somebody else because it's always going to look different you know right. you, you know your celebrity does very especially as no dance experience uh cannot deliver as a pro girl right you know right. so i'd rather her to make mistakes but just give them what how it's going to look start and feeling it in their body feeling too. It, start feeling in the body and and they always you know until the very last moment it might not come together but on a day always happens. 
On a day we always do it. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny when you sit there and sometimes you're like, oh, it's such a mess, and then all of a sudden the show comes and people just like shower dance, Argentine tango, Jenna. We it's it, you know we did a camera blocking on Sunday. We slipped three times. We the water didn't come, you know, first time. The second time it came, we slipped. Uh, we only had two passes because you know of time people had to you know they had to move on. So literally on a day. We came out and I told her, I was like, let's just make it work. Let's just do it. Like, just enjoy it. Let's make it work. Show me your best dance ever. And she killed it. She That one went viral. That... <laughs> okay. <laughs> went viral. Let's talk about that dance because there was a little bit. And I had written an article that week, too, because it's like that was really hot and sexy. The show is at eight o'clock, so there are some kids watching. Did you did you get any backlash from any parents going, that was a little too sexy for my 10 year old to watch? Everyone really loved it because it wasn't raunchy, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, like too vulgar. Right. It was just uh, a great element of sexy in it. And yes, we did a bad, but wasn't like we didn't spend much time in a bad. You know, it was like more around it. And then you know, the show it was more about the visual yeah. effect uh, instead of just being too, you know. Well, vulgar. I thought you and Jana were a really hot couple, and. I want to sort of like juxtapose this to the season you had Erica Jane right after that. And they kept on complaining that she was too sexy. And I was like, but last season, you guys, you and Jana were very sexy together as a partnership. And I was like, where are they not? You know what I mean? Like, it's like one season sexy is okay. The next season, it wasn't okay with the judges. Were you feeling that a little bit as a pro? Because I felt as an audience member, it was a little bit like, I feel a little confused. Um, Because we know you're going to bring the sexy glove. Oh, 100%. You're going to bring the sexy. Gleb special all the way. <laughs> the hashtag Gleb special. Hashtag Gleb special. <laughs> um, well, it's hard for me to say because, you know, I, I see a person, I work with a person, I try to just make them look great on the floor, and then most important, they have fun and they enjoy it. And it's just up to the people and judges to, like, Interpret. you know, critique and, yeah. Yeah, and say what they think. Now... Did see? I love Erica Jane, and I love her on Another Housewife. Like you, you oh, you're like too. she's so fantastic. I felt like she got really nervous on the show. Did you feel like she was more nervous on the show? Because I, I watch her on Housewives, and she's like crazy. And I felt she was a little bit like, "Holy cow! I'm on Dancing right. with the Stars, and we're live, and right. I'm dancing, and everyone's watching." Well, I felt like um, she was totally fine the week one. And yep. she totally killed the salsa. And, you know, she wasn't very happy with Len, Len's comments about being, yep. like, crunchy. But this is what she represents. You know, there is Erica Girardi by day, Erica Jane by, by night. night. I love you know Erica I mean? Jane. Like, I love High both. boots, sexy, big hair, like, boobs. And, like, being very, like, out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I love that. And now I went all the way with that. Like, I thought that something is really cool. And that's her. That's her personality. Why do we need to change that? You know and her I fans mean? love that. Like, and that's what I love about love her. That. So, but when when that happens, she kind of, like, tried to, like, she, she really loved dancing. And she wanted to stay in the competition. She wanted to improve. So she started, like, questioning it. Like, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should, you know, do this and do that. And we did have those dances, too. Uh, but she would get a little bit nervous, but you know, um, it always happens with everybody. It's just the matter of how you, you know, take it, breathe, and continue doing it. 
How do you get that contestant? Because when you have that bad week, and everyone has it, even, you know, the best contestant, most, most well-trained, you'll always have a week that feels a little off. How do you get everyone back on track for the next week? Because you don't want them to get in their head too much and not perform well the following week. Well, because every week is a different dance, we just move on. You know, every week we start learning from scratch. Yes, they do improve. Yes, they learn, uh, you know, the, how to move their body. The balance are better. They lose weight. They're more confident. They understand the music a little bit better. But it's a complete brand new dance they've never done before. So it's kind of easy just to kind of talk about it, recap everything, what happened last night. If we're happy with scores, we're celebrating. We're not happy with the scores. We're kind of down, but at the same time, okay, listen, let's move on. Let's do something different, and let's kill it again. Mm-hmm. We, we've got another week. We've got another shot, so let's just go. So I prefer to take a week by week and do my best every single week, not, you know, being like, I'll be in the final, you know. <laughs> you know, we good. Like, let's just skip this week and do something. Whatever, right, let's just, know. like, slide let's on just, through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not the case with me, uh, but I try my best every single week. How about Sasha? Because I, I, you and I talked about this before the show. I said I really enjoyed Sasha. Um, she looks amazing. She obviously took dancing very seriously. You guys had a really solid friendship that is continuing beyond mm-hmm. season 25. Talk a little bit about that partnership. I love Sasha. She's awesome. She First of all, she's a great person. She's super fun. She worked really, really hard, mm-hmm. um, and she wanted to learn, and she danced. And her parents are professional ballroom dancers. Her dad trained the ballroom dancer. Her mom trained in adagio and uh, uh, theater arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how her parents actually immigrated to America to pursue their career, and they brought her along, and they, you know, dance, and they work in Vegas. Um and then you know she started her acting career, but that's that's different conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but she had a lot of success too, though. That's yeah, fantastic. Um, she was awesome to work with, and you know I really enjoyed it. I really did. And you think that you guys could could have gone farther, don't you we think? Yeah, we could have gone you, totally like a couple of more weeks. I was we were really bummed, you know, that mm-hmm. we were out. Um, I didn't know that it's coming. You know, I was actually shocked. Oh, that because uh, usually the pros feel it. Oh, like, yeah, this is we our feel week. it. So, like, we and even we go through, we're like, okay, another week, but then you know, it's probably gonna be the last one. But this one, I was making plans, I, I was thinking about the music for Halloween, and we had a great theme. I was thinking, uh, what was for, your Halloween theme? We want to do a pretty little liar's track, uh, mm. secret, but not the secret that Val and Janelle did, another secret song. Uh, which is also a soundtrack for the PLL show. I like that. Yeah, so that was fun, and I had a great idea. And and the thing is that we had a great dance, too. You know, we I felt like she totally, mm-hmm. um, you know, did a great job on that one. Nailed it, yeah. Nailed and it. then it's tough. You know, sometimes I'm always like, well, it's great they went out on a high note, but at the same time, I'm like, they left, you know? That's the hard part, mm-hmm. you know? It's just... And that's the way I, it does stink. It's just, mm-hmm. especially when you know that your contestant really wants to be there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel contestants are, are ready to go, but I think for Sasha, she loved she loved being on the show. And she she's, loved being on the show. She, you know, she made a great improvement. She she's lost what forty five pounds. She looks amazing. Yeah, I saw her like right before Thanksgiving, and she looked incredible. Yeah, really we, incredible. I saw her yesterday. 
She looks she looks really good. She's fit. She's super fit. Here's what I want to ask. Um, and I've asked this to a couple of people who um, have been a pro and then there's not a contestant for them and they go to troop for that season. Um, after season 16, you spent a season in troop. How was that? Was that hard for you, uh, not being a pro? Or are you just happy to be on the show and working and just soaked I it in? I was happy to be on the show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but again, it's, you know, it's very different that you don't get to teach a person and come out and perform with a person, you know. Uh, but being part of, like, group numbers and doing, like, bumpers and, you know, doing something. You dance and, a lot. You dance a lot. You actually dance more than you dance when you're a pro. It's true. But, you know, I, it's not something that I was, ha- like, not happy, but I liked. I enjoyed. I really wanted to not just be a pro because I'd be a pro, but to teach someone and showcase what you can do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, being a dancer and do all the dance competitions, you're very competitive too. So you want to come out and prove that, you know, what I did this past week, look at this, guys. It's going to be amazing. Like, I taught someone who's never danced before, and she can do this. So that was not the case because I couldn't do that. So I said, you know, because there, was not, there wasn't a partner for me at that time, I said I'd love to take a break. Um, and I went to Russia. And I did the Russian version of Dance on the Stars. Now, here's what I want to know. Because you, you've done four versions. You've done mm-hmm. UK, US, Australia, and Russia. How different is Russia, the Russian version compared to the US version? Russian version is very different. Um, that year when I was on, they had a really good production. They had a very different production. Um, and everything was like over the top. It was massive. There was no budget for things. You can do whatever you want. Um, so, and I had a really good partner. I was lucky. I danced with an Olympic champion, Adelina Sotnikova. She was, at that time, she was 16. Figure uh, skater. Figure skater. Um, and Which is like, yes, when you get which that. Which is like, yes. <laughs> and when I f- had a first rehearsal with her, I was like, who I better step it up because I need to be better. She's better than me. And the first dance with us contemporary, and she was just amazing. Like because she knows how to interpret music right away. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah. about that. But again, there like there was there was a challenge challenge too. It's not like you get someone who who's done figure skating, but you know can just choreograph and come out and dance. No, you have to teach them certain styles and how to do a proper sambo or proper double or Argentine tango. She's never done that yeah. before. So. Toe lead, heel lead, things that they're not doing as figure skaters. They're doing inside-outside exactly. edge, exactly. which is actually totally different than from very, yeah, very different. opposite of so what So we had lots doing. of problems like with turns and stuff, but she was amazing, and I got to like really create just to go out completely and really push it. So that was in 2015, correct? That was 2014. 14, 15? That was 2014. 15, yes, correct. And then you went right into Strictly that fall, correct? That I correct? went to, stri- to Strictly straight away. Now, see, to me, having an opportunity to do the U.S. version and Strictly, to me, is kind of cool. And the thing I like about Strictly, I know it's really long, it's six months, and it's hard for you guys, but I love the classic aspect of it, that it feels a little bit more like true ballroom, and that there's still spectacle and everything, but it's not as gimmicky sometimes as the U.S. version is. It is very conservative, that's how I'd call it. It's, That's a good way to put it. It's very conservative. It's uh, more ballroom. It's less room to create because mm-hmm. uh, it's a public television. There's no commercials. We can't set up a set. We can't do a lot of stuff. It's, it has to be very simple. Um, 
the music is very long. It's two minutes each song. Here we get like week one, we get like a minute. Yep. But it's not exciting. Interesting. It's so it's not exciting. Like it's just I don't know the craziness that we get here. That's what interesting and that's what exciting like i would not change that for anything well that's interesting too because if you're doing musical week here in the u.s versus versus musical week um on strictly which they just did you're going to do a real classic version of the musical we're here you can really kind of go crazy yeah Yeah. i'm sure that that makes sense though the creative aspect of it is very very different yeah well very very little things you know um even when they announce the the winner you know here we announce a, thir- a fourth and a third place, and then between two couples, there's a moment, and Tom is saying, Who's gonna win? And the winner is he puts his white piece of paper down, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and the winner, Jordan and Lindsay, and everybody just rush in, they grab that mirror ball, everybody celebrating, confetti goes on strictly. They just announce the winner, they don't say who's third, who's second. So three couples are standing there, and they go, and the winner is this couple. And they had to wait for, um, you know, Tess to finish her speech before they actually grab that mirror ball. You and know? nobody's, like, going into a and big, no like, one's cuddle. really, like, going into a big cuddle. And there's, like, a moment of, yeah, it has to be, like, very proper. So yeah. it's very conservative. conservative. Well, culturally, that's, it's very different in yeah. you know the UK versus yeah. the US on something which like that which is great too. too like you know yeah. it's there's a place for it exactly yeah. and um and I love that Shirley's over there as a judge Shirley Ballas is like killing it but um everyone I've said that has worked on the show is like it is very long that six months we had um you know um it's it's just one of those things that you sit there and you you sit there and think okay this this is tough because Oksana Platero was like it was a long time. It was August until December. Right. And you're away from your family a lot. You know, they're not right. always there with you. Well, they're UK. still doing, I think they're still doing a quarterfinal right now. Yes. So this week is going to be quarterfinal. Right, because they usually finish right before Christmas. And then there's a final. It's long. 13 weeks. But it's the number one show, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you must have it been like rock star in the UK. When... I was. <laughs> By the way, talking about like, talking about a calendar. For example, like I, when I wasn't strictly, I came up with this idea. My manager and I came up with this idea to do a calendar. In UK, they still buy calendars, and it's like a perfect, you know, Christmas present. Yeah. Um, and my first calendar was 2016, and it was um, sold out. And after Christmas, after a year, they do like calculations, like what calendar is like number one, number two, number three. So the number one was One Direction. Which is of course, of course. Yep. Number two was David Beckham. Yep. And number three was Gleb Savchenko. Get out. Mm-hmm. And you had a hot calendar. A oh, let's see it. Let me see. Do you know it was my two. birthday the other day? Oh, so happy birthday! Oh. 2018. <laughs> I got Gleb Savchenko. From... You got Gleb Savchenko calendar. I have to sign it for you. you. Please sign it for me. Absolutely, I, I would love that. that. My I husband's going to love this. Yeah. Well, you know what? Emma bought that too, and. When I went to Emma and Sasha's house, I found my calendar. I was like in the garage somewhere. No, it, they put it in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Was it at least hanging, or was, was it in a box? I, um, I think it was in the box. Yeah, so like somewhere in the floor. I think Sasha just threw it in there when he saw it. In Sasha's the mail. like, forget it. And then I was like, "Where's my calendar? I really want to put on the wall." There I love it. Thank you so Thank much, Glenn. You guys, look at this. Let me show you the back. You and can, of course, you can. Yeah, you can. 
get it on Amazon and on my website, actually, glebsofchenka.com. Um, it's there. It's a perfect Christmas present. It is a perfect Christmas present. For your loved present. ones, for your moms and sisters and friends. Excellent. Are you still selling a lot in the UK? Have you noticed that mm-hmm. a lot of people still, yeah. they buy one every single yeah. year? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> what a birthday present for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my birthday was two days ago. Happy <laughs> Thank you so much. Who knew? Um, here's what else I'd love to talk about because this is kind of a big deal. Um, you've got the Pro Dance Camp coming Pro up. Pro Dance Camp. And I was with your one of your publicists last night, uh, Mallory, and she was like, sold out, sold out. Like the gold packages for you and Artem are sold out. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing because this is what I wanted to do for a long time and I knew the partner for it and you know Artem and I were very good friends we're very Mm -hmm. close we both came from Russia we went to the same studio I danced with his partner actually when he broke up with her he went to America and I danced with her oh that's great yeah and then you know he told me not to dance with her and I did and that was a mistake that I did and you were like I should have listened to Artem Artem. yeah Uh, but you know, after each season, we get lots of messages on social media. You know, I'm not a dancer. I want to learn how to dance, but I want to learn from the right people. And I'd love to have a lesson. I want to come to L.A. I'm willing to, you know, to travel from New York, Canada, you know, North Carolina to have a lesson with you. But because of such a busy schedule, we never could do it. So we sat down and we said, listen, let's organize a fun weekend filled with high energy fun workshops for the people who's never danced before you don't have to have a certain uh dance experience uh just come in have fun um and just hang out with us in palm springs california it's beautiful there yeah 23rd 24th 25th of march uh, it's the weekend. We're starting on Friday, so pe- when people get in, we check in. They'll have we'll meet and greet and welcome drinks. Um, then the next day we start workshops. Uh, we teach. Um, then we have private lessons for the people who book the gold packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on Saturday night, the most exciting thing is that we're gonna have a black tie gala dinner with a show performance by your favorite pros from your favorite TV show, Dancing with the Stars, which is me and Artem. Um, and it's going to be... And surprise guests. And, yes, and a surprise guest. Hopefully, some of our celebrities partners from previous seasons will come and show I up. I saw someone in a photo yesterday, so... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, you get to have a great dinner and you get to watch a show uh, and it's going to be a full on performance it's not going to be like one or two dances it's going to be probably like 45 to an hour show amazing it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun and you know plus we have Q&A uh, we have a meet and greet session with photos and uh, we have gift bags um, at the end of it so it's it's going to be a lot of fun so it's it's a, it's a dance experience is the weekend spent with the pros uh, but plus you get to learn how to dance and, and you're in a beautiful location and the weather will be perfect location, you know if you're taking a workshop or a private lesson your husband can go and you know play golf or go to the pool or go to the pool or you can go and um Hit the spa or something. Have a cocktail. So have a there's cocktail. there's so a lot of cool things. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing location. I'm super, super excited for it. 
Oh, I love that. And I love that it's already such a success. That they, I know everyone's really excited for it. And it's, this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Because when I talked to your wife, she was like, I have so many ideas. She's, she's ready. Mm-hmm. She's ready to like she's take ready. it bigger. Um, also, what are your thoughts um, on the upcoming all-athlete version, the little mini season? Because you guys are going to be, from what I understand, you guys are getting right off tour on the 18th and like going right into the show. Right. It's it's right we, into it. I don't know a lot of information about it yet. Uh, we haven't been told. I do know it's going to be an athlete season. I do know it's going to be uh, probably like around four to six weeks mm-hmm. of a show. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, who are the celebrities? Are they going to Hopefully be some Olympians. Olympians who is being on Dance of the Stars or Olympians who are just Olympians? That's my question. Because I've heard it's going to be like almost like all-stars season with the Olympians from the previous seasons, which is like super exciting. That Because that's going to bring some high-level competition, mm-hmm. too. I would kind mm-hmm. of like that. Yeah, and I just heard that you guys are going to be really busy on tour with your 65 dates and then I know. roll right into the season. So it's going to be busy. It is going to be busy. But it's good. But it's good. Are you guys... Um, I mean, were you guys a little concerned when it was announced as a mini season, or it was supposed to be juniors? So this is actually a bonus for you. How's everyone? I'm excited for it. It's something very different. It's something that the show has never done before. And you know, I do train a lot of junior couples, and some of my couples actually did audition for Junior Mm Dance of the Stars. Um, So. I hope that we'll be mentoring some of the couples and choreographing and we'll be involved in it, maybe doing like an opening numbers. Or, and it might be a summer series. Be, you know, you never heard. know. Maybe maybe um, they'll ask me to judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you open to that? Oh, my God. I'm totally open to that. You're like, great I got judge. this. You got I this. I got this. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like a mixture between like Carrie and Len, Julian and Bruno. I'll be like. You take just, a little bit of each of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta have a little bit of grumpy Len, and then mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit of like drama that like Bruno got to stand up. Oh and, my god! And then you gotta cry <laughs> like Carrie Ann. Very emotional. And then be matter of fact like Julianne. Yes, she's got that. She's like, okay, I have an idea of what you need to work on for next right. week. Yeah, which I love by the way. Like it's so it's so good. Like when the judges give you the right critique that you can actually take on board, go to the studio, work at it. I actually appreciate that too, even as a viewer, because honestly, I feel like that's a note that the contestant's going to understand. And you're like, great, we'll take that one and work on that all week. Yeah, It makes a lot more sense. And yeah. I think for instead of just being like, that was great, or that really wasn't good, it doesn't necessarily help for what happens mm-hmm. in rehearsal the following week. So that yeah. little bit of like advice, I think, always is, is, yeah. is helpful. It is yeah. very important, yeah. Definitely. Well, we are almost done, believe it or not. It's been a qu- it's such a quick hour. But um, just remind everyone where they can find you online. Of course, we know glebsevchenko.com, but where else can they find you in terms of Twitter and Instagram? Um, guys, follow me on Twitter. It's gleb, G-L-E-B underscore Savchenko, <coughs> S-A-V-C-H-E-N-K-O. Um, gleb Savchenko official is the Instagram. Um, go to prodance.com. Uh, check it out. You know, just go there and look at it. And you can see under those packages, like um, uh, gold packages are pretty much gone. I think they're gone. They're gone as, um, as of last night. <laughs> um, but silver packages, um, there's a lot. We have a lot to offer. You know, we won't be able to give you a private lesson. But again, you come and you 
hang out and do workshops and you're part of meet and greet part of the dinner you still enjoy to watch the show it's uh, it's a luxurious surroundings in palm springs so it's going to be a lot of fun it's really worth it um worth the price and the money what you're getting um check out my calendar you know christmas is coming we still got a couple of weeks left um go to my website glebsofchenko.com get my calendar uh very sexy. I don't know. I don't even know who that guy is. You know, I, every time I look in the mirror in the morning, I was like, no, I don't look like that. You got that. the scruff going. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, Hashtag Gleb Special, the sexy. Uh, yeah, and, you know, Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. Fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us. I know that you have such a busy week ahead because I know rehearsals start. And 65 cities, 65 mini cities. season, pro dance camp. you got a lot. We're going to see a lot of Gleb. A lot of Gleb. A, a lot, lot of Gleb, Gleb special. All right. Well, thank you guys, you thank me. you so much thank for coming you. in. I so appreciate it. It's always great catching up with you. All right, you guys, thank you for joining us here on To The Point with Kristen Burt. Of course, don't forget to check out all the articles on dancenetwork.tv. And we thank Popcorn Talk as well. We'll see you all next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed here are those of the host only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners and principals.